The place where I worked took on a group of us to help with the festive rush. It soon became clear there wasn't much to separate us from the permanent staff other than our uniforms and their sense of superiority. But that didn't last long. Maybe I failed to notice it or perceive it as I did on my first day because there was too much work to be done. At every place I've ever been unfortunate enough to call my work, there has been a prevailing sense of misery amongst the staff and a desperation in the managers. This may have something to do with the kind of places I've worked, in retail, in fast food outlets, and at small delivery companies. Regional manager at best, in exchange for what? Everything they have to give, their time and energy, not to downplay the material benefits of receiving a promotion. They are, I believe, the principal reason people seek to further their careers. However, there is something monstrous about the transformation. Knowing the colleagues you once gossiped with and avoided work with are now cursing you behind your back. It's an unavoidable consequence of trying to improve your station, the resentment of others. But all this is born from a firmly planted belief that full-time employment is one of the greatest threats to human contentment the world has ever known. A pursuit that demands you ravage your natural resources for material gain. This attitude, taken to its extreme, threatens the planet and the species, which sounds a dramatic summary and is all the more frightening once you realise it's true. But what choice do people have? They have bills and taxes to pay food and clothes to buy, and all the material things that serve to distract them from their vague, creeping sense of misery. I'm convinced even those people who profess to love their jobs do so because the truth is too difficult to accept, that life is too short, and what little time we do have is infringed upon by the commercial designs of one company or another. I can't imagine the horror further down the scale where children slave in factories sewing the tick onto the trainers I'll buy with my minimum wages, or in the coal town mines, where smartphones are given life in exchange for the human swinging picks. Last year I got drunk and walked into the sea with my phone still in my pocket. I'd ordered another before the day was out, the perfect customer. So that was the fourth. Now to ruminate on my dissatisfaction, knowing I've been born a prince, 